Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right. Coming to you live in three, two, one. It's not live, though. And it's live and we got it. And when it's not live? It's not live. When I mean, not we, do live? It, we do it live. They don't listen to it live. That's incredible. Does <laughs> that have all in your mind? It's almost a year into this and it's you not didn't live. Know? There were a lot of signs that it wasn't live. Yeah, there's so many signs. Well, now I'm... Well, now the episode... Now you're out. Welcome, now you're back to, welcome back to Only Stupid Answers. This is the best damn podcast that's not live that you can get your ears on. Yeah. And we're going to be talking about movies, yes. TV shows, yes. and comic books sometimes. Occasionally. Phantoms. Yes, but I was going to say video games. Ah. Rarely do oh, we yeah. die in video games, but today, maybe. Maybe. Wink. And today, we have a very fun topic. We're going to be talking about yes. Alien Covenant. Yes. But we have a very special guest. Who's our guest? Ms. Clark. Wolf. Oh, there she is. Oh, hello, everyone. How you doing? I'm great. How are you guys? I'm doing well. well You're I'm, here. We're happy to have you. I'm, I'm so happy to be here. It's a great episode. I'm perturbed that this is not live, and I'm very sorry that it's not live. I have no idea. <laughs> false <when> advertising. False. <laughs> That's right. That's right. It's so, only. So... Who are you? Where can the kids find you? <laughs> yes. Well, uh, so I'm Clark Wolf, and uh, you can find me on the internet at yes. Clark Wolf, Clark with an E and Wolf with an E. Um, I, and I, yeah, I similarly to you guys just love pop culture and entertainment, and um, I work as a as a host and an actress, and I'm currently producing a musical. What? Uh, that, and I am also in, it is what? a slasher musical. I love it. Called Slashed. And it yes. is exactly what it sounds like. Uh-huh. Where, ex- where and when can I find it so, and go and spend money on yes. it? Yes. So we are um, premiering at the Hollywood Fringe Festival okay. uh, in so June. So if you're in Tulsa, you're out of luck. Yes. <laughs> Unless you want to take a really fun field trip. But we are going to, we have recorded a cast album. <gasps> and we're going to put it up online uh, for free download. Um, so that's really exciting. And uh, if you want updates, you can find us at um, facebook.com slash slashed the Amazing. musical uh but i'm really really proud of this show um it's uh it's a slasher killer it's set in 1983 at a summer camp it. but it's all original and it's really we're all written and directed and produced and by by horror fans and so we're so excited and the music is so good that's so that's cool. amazing yeah. that gets me so excited i've been into musicals recently mm-hmm. i give you one guess why uh, oh, yeah. well, I, because superheroes now do them? No, not that. I was oh. That's what I thought it was. Oh, Hamilton. Yeah. Hamilton. I was like, Hamilton. yeah, the Supergirl Flash musical. Yeah, and then before that, Book of Mormon. Yes. And it's just, it's a beautiful, like, uh, it's a beautiful medium. It's a really, yeah. like, uh, and, and I think the the way that they integrate music, like a really good musical integrates music, I think could teach a lot of different genres. How Like an action movie could integrate action the same way a musical integrates its music. Totally. Anyway, it's, I just think it's a it's really cool It's clever, too. Like those examples, Book of Mormon and Hamilton, are so so clever and I think when you have a musical that and it's not it's not a musical that's impressed with itself it's like a musical that is smart you're just like it's firing on all cylinders Mm -hmm. and that's so exciting and I mean I I know I'm in like producer actor mode but our show I is so clever and when it comes to like the slasher things that we are able to work into the show like our our background is like as the cast going hack chop kind of like the 
from you yeah, know yeah, yeah, yeah. from Friday the Thirteenth. So we're we're really excited. But it's true. Like it's it's a really beautiful thing when when smart things come together. That's awesome. Oh, Book so of Mormon's sorry. coming to the Pantages. Yeah, or it's I, here. I, I bought yeah. tickets. <gasps> I'm going. It's I my saw, third time. I saw the last time it was here, and mm. I didn't know anything about it going in. That's right. why I haven't listened to Hamilton yet. I'm the same. Yeah, I'm not going to listen, nope. even though I I've heard I've heard. Well, it. guess what? You guys aren't going to be able to get tickets for Hamilton for like another three years. All right. You know what's funny about that? Real fast is that um, so the way that they did it here in LA, and I think they do they did it in some major cities as well. Is you had to buy season tickets, like a season pass or not pass um, package, to the Pantages, which is the theater where the show is coming to, and in order to be first to buy the Hamilton tickets, right? And so I know, and I looked at the season prior to the Hamilton season, which is just closing out now, and I was like. I'm not going to buy. I'm not going to see three shows. That's just a waste of my money. I'm not doing it. And what did I do? I bought tickets to three shows independently. I totally would have done it. And then the next season is Hamilton, Waitress, and School of Rock. And I was like, damn it. So I I really was a knucklehead and should have just done it. But it's okay. I can wait. I can can wait to see Hamilton. There you go. I didn't know you were getting into musicals. I love musicals. I I used to do musicals. musicals. Theater. Oh, yes. I wasn't good at it, but I did it. That's okay. I did get a lead once because someone quit. Oh, <laughs> so there you go. Classic. Brag. Classic. Uh, so, Clark. Yes. This week that just happened. Mm-hmm. What were you into? What was I into? That well, I mean, I was into. Um, there's a lot happening in the world right now. Yes. So it's I was. Busy. Uh, it's busy. Very yeah. busy. Uh, so I was following along with that. I was very into following what is happening in our world right now. Interesting, but on a less depressing note and <laughs> pop culture related, uh-huh. what were you into? Like what TV shows are you like watching right <laughs> That's now? That's very mm-hmm. fair. I'm trying to think about. Um, well, I'm you tr- were talking about podcasts earlier. Oh yeah. You were checking out a bunch of ones. I'm such a big podcast fan. Um, so. Uh, for for our you know depressing news stuff, uh, I love the crooked media guys. But in terms of like murder and and horror and all yeah. those other things that I really enjoy, the fun stuff. The fun stuff. Yeah. Um, I love last podcast on the left, and oh. um, I love my favorite murder. And um, and gosh, uh, oh, I just started. Re- I love Mark Maron's show. I love how did this get made? Yeah, uh, how did this get made is a great one. They did my stepmother is an alien this week, and that was really wow. fun. Yeah. Yeah, so so I'm a big like we were talking before we started going, you know, because it's very easy for cynical people to say, "Oh, there's so many podcasts, another podcast," but I can't get enough podcasts yeah. right now. Mm-hmm. They're all so different and they play to my taste so differently yeah. that I, if I find one that I love, it's like give me all of it now. Yeah. So that's like only stupid answers. Ex- exactly. Mm-hmm. A lot yeah. of people are saying that. There's yeah. I know there's a Goosebumps podcast out there that yes. they rewatch the yes. old the old ep- episode by episode, and I kind of want to check the it out. Show not the book come the on show. who cared about the show you know it's funny a lot of people i'm gonna turn on the theme song for a second because that theme song we, we will get <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dun, 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 dun. I, yeah. I thought for a couple of years ago i wanted to do like a book club show where we read all the fear street books wow um, yeah and uh you got goosebumps for high schoolers for, for teenagers yeah. exactly um and because i just fear street is such a very specific thing like goosebumps is i i don't know fear street was aimed at girls although i read the first um the first reread the first book and it is totally a male protagonist which is so different than the than, rest than of them yeah because yeah, i think the publishers and rl stein realized like no teenage girls like like 
being scared. They like scary things. I know, right? If only, you know, Hollywood would like pay attention and understand that, yeah, girls like horror. Um, But anyway, I I haven't given up on my my book club, my Fear Street book club. I I like that idea. If I were to do something like that, like a book for my youth, I'd probably do Animorphs. I'd revisit Animorphs. Oh, As a kid, that... Stuff scared the crap you out of me. You know what? It was shockingly graphic for like a Into kid's book. Yeah. It was the, it was dark. It, yeah. Well, and the author was asked about it because the end the, the the series ended on like kind of a dark dour note cliffhanger kind of a thing. And she's like, "Listen, all of you uh, reading this will eventually going to be old enough to vote." And so I want you to understand that like war is not great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't want to like I don't want to like glorify it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like oh, that's fair. Very no, clever. Yeah. Very clever. And the TV show scared the crap out of me too. Like, I didn't not... watch much of that. That and Goosebumps underwhelmed me. Oh no, they're very underwhelming. But <laughs> we can thank Goosebumps because that was one of the starts of Hayden Christensen's career. Ooh, well, <laughs> thank, you. thank you, Goosebumps. Thank you, Goosebumps. Every, every, who is the definitive Darth Vader? Yeah, Hayden he, Christensen. <laughs> he was in a Slappy episode. Remember oh, the Slappy? Of he was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Slappy it's, was one of the big ones. That and Monster. I actually yeah. had a really fun time with the Jack Black movie. I mean, it yeah, wasn't. It's really fun. It's like Ooh, a I fun, didn't see it. Uh-huh. It's, I watched it on uh, on demand, and you know, I mean, it's not. It's not how. I would have done it, but no. I also <laughs> thought it was really fun. You know what I think they should have done? Hmm. Done a classic, like, um, Tales from the Dark Side, totally. Twilight Zone. Like just anthology. An anthology movie. Yeah. Hell yeah, man. We love sense. anthology shows. When are we going to bring anthology movies back? It's a I great mean, question. Jumanji for Goosebumps, though. Jumanji for anything like that formula is pretty fun. Yeah. And, like, by the end of it, you kind of just appreciate... All the mentions. It took get. me a, a while. Like, why are you bringing Jumanji into this? Because that's oh, how the whole. That's how, no, but also that's it. how the story works. It's yeah. a book opens up and you get the book right. stuff comes out. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. except for with monsters. Yeah. And a sequel's Fine. coming. Uh-huh. I'm gonna watch it. I'm oh, really I'm gonna excited. watch it too. I'll, mm-hmm. We'll go together. I'll go opening night, midnight screening. Yeah. There you go. We'll be the oldest Goosebumps people two. there times mm-hmm. three. And then you'll pitch your Fear Street movie. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. they and alleged, that'll be an anthology. They allegedly are making a Fear Street movie, but they've been saying that for years. And all I'm saying is, if I do not get it to be in it i'm gonna be really upset you'll set it on fire yeah i mean which is very fear street if you know anything about fear street (laughs) rl stein big time listener big time contributor to our patreon yeah yeah. if you wouldn't mind just hitting up clark dm clark just dm DM clark Uh, and help her out come on i'll be the the teacher Uh i can be a a creepy teacher Uh at the high school sounds like fun right Uh, yeah i've gotten to like i don't i am not an actor and i have no desire to be however i wouldn't hate being the villain in something like just the one-off villain mm-hmm. that's like, like not even the main one they so, have to I'm create they could create like a Carrie type you know um gym teacher who's yeah. kind of like you know they're kind of shepherding all of the girls and that could be boom me. there you go you're and welcome i'll be Pay one of the awesome. extras that's always in the scenes you know like you always get that one extra that's like always in the group and you're like what's but up? he doesn't talk yeah. Like, yeah rick and morty does that a lot with like a weird drawn character and then he gets like one moment to shine and that's when they die or something and yeah. i'm like i'll be that guy yeah. i think i fit that role really well so sam yes what are you gonna do this week well i think we're both gonna say Injustice 2. Yes. But let me really have you, quick. Have you like beaten it already? You I've beaten, son of a bitch. There's two endings. Have you beaten it twice? Whoa. No, no, no. I definitely don't have time to play okay. it twice. But I, I kind of just powered through. It was when I was watching uh, Supergirl. I was just like, oh, we're going to have Supergirl on over here. And we're going to commercial breaks, that. play, and then go back. That. Hey, I don't have time uh, anymore. I okay. got to. Oh, are, are, are you fair. watching the commercials? I can't watch the commercials. I, I usually pull my phone out for the commercials, but I don't know if I could like switch to another device. I got to multitask. But okay. uh, no, man, it's. 
It's amazing. And like, it just like technically, because I haven't played a video game in like years, so I feel yeah. like an old person Since coming Injustice back. Since Injustice 1. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> but no, the faces and the, the storytelling, it's just incredible. And I love that description of uh, that should be on the front box, front of the game's box. Like the faces are amazing. They are. No, no they're getting praised. The no, they're yeah. getting praised from a lot of companies because it's like a huge leap forward with facial recognition, uh, not recognition, but a. Uh, Reconstruction? Construction. Yeah, sure. They're not recreating anything. Yeah. <laughs> but no, it, they brought in Bruce Wayne mm-hmm. and they're like, hey, we're going to put some dots on your face. <laughs> totally. I didn't realize how much I was going to love playing it as Blue Beetle. Flash is awesome. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I, just, I just finished the Flash bit mm-hmm. and it was, it was really cool. It's really cool. Uh, well, how are you liking it? I like it a lot. Uh-huh. I like it a lot. I think it's fun. It's just fun to beat the shit out of characters as your favorite characters. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just, it just captures the like. This is why people tune in the comics. So, like people like with crazy costumes beating the shit out of each other. That's what we all want. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Different types of powers. I mean, you got into Doctor Fate. Like Doctor Fate. I showed up, up yeah. but how I've not played it as him yet. Very cool. Yeah. Very. Yeah, and very I like cool. the society. I like the the mix of characters. Um, I'm very excited. Uh, I'm very excited. I'm very excited about it. He's very excited. No, yeah. I'm just flipping through my comics. Anything worth mentioning? Nah. We talked about the button this week that just that on our Patreon up episode. On, yeah, yeah, it wrapped up on for DC, so you can go hear our thoughts on that on our Patreon episode. Is a mess, and all the comics <laughs> this week, um, you know, they're good. Yeah, I'm yeah. Trying to, if like, wanna, see if anything well, popped. Well, Sam's looking at that. If you want to hear our reviews for the Shield finale, which we both had very strong feelings about, mm-hmm. um, all the CW shows, and we talked about the button and Black Lightning, all that jazz, you can go to Patreon.com/slash Only Stupid Answers. And if you want to know other places where you can listen to this podcast, all our social media, you can go to OnlyStupidAnswers.com. Um, yeah, and we should do at the end of our episode. We should do our iTunes reviews. Oh, very cool! Yeah, because we got some nice We're iTunes reviews. It out. Hey, yeah, you know. I didn't find any comics or any TV shows or movies. No, no. Injustice kind of sucked up my it day. I've been busy. Away. I've been busy. Uh, I will say one other thing that I watched this Ooh. week was a little movie called Alien Covenant. <laughs> yeah. This little uh, thing. But uh-huh. before thing. we dive into Alien Covenant, let's yes. talk a little bit about ZipRecruiter. Now, Sam, what can people do with ZipRecruiter? Uh, with ZipRecruiter, you can just post your job. If you're looking to hire... Which I'm actually interested to see mm-hmm. if anybody in our... I know I know we have a lot of young boys and ladies in mm-hmm. our audience, but uh, some of you might be hiring, and I'd be interested to know if you are hiring because um, Sam and I are looking for work right now. We are, and it's yeah. not... A, it's, we, maybe you could just go ahead and check out ZipRecruiter because yeah. you can post a job and to ZipRecruiter and, and automatically post that to 100 plus job sites with just one click and then it efficiently matches the right people to your job better than, than any of the other services out there. Unlike other job sites, ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. It finds them. And in fact, over 80% of jobs posted to ZipRecruiter get qualified candidates in just 24 hours. So That's one day. That's one day. Uh-huh. So if you want Sam or I to possibly apply to work with you, just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash stupid and you can try it for free. Yeah, try it for free right now. Let's say it again for fun. ZipRecruiter.com slash stupid. Third time because it was a little fun. Okay. ZipRecruiter.com Now you're making it singing and I don't... ZipRecruiter.com slash stupid. All right. So, Clark, correct me if I'm wrong. Yes, please. Uh, but you're a, a fan of horror. Indeed, okay. I am. <laughs> so uh, it's very it's it's very good that we got you for this 
I was th- I'm thrilled to be asked. It, it was it was uh, I was thinking you'd be good for either this or the mummy. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I have very high I, I have very high hopes for the mummy. Let me just say by the way, with uh, Alex Kurtzman and Chris Morgan. Um, so I did the official podcast of the show Sleepy Hollow in season two. Oh, nice. very cool. And um, had the the good fortune of speaking with Alex a handful of times and visiting his office a handful of times on the Universal lot. And Alex is such a big monster guy. He loves those universal monsters and he really understands what makes the universal monsters special um and and understands the allegory for them for each different monster and and really making it kind of a human story and chris morgan when i first moved to los angeles i was an intern at a management company and chris morgan was one of our clients and this was like after wanted so he was still kind of he was he was kind of a big deal um the nicest guy in the whole wide Very world cool. um so nice to me as a little you know dinky 22 year old intern and um so i i have high hopes i love everything that tom cruise has been doing lately yeah i'm doing he's really a talented cool. boy i think things are going to work out for i him. think he's gonna be okay <laughs> he's gonna but, make it um, yeah. but yeah i i had really high hopes for the mummy i like the promotional things that i have seen um but i have been hearing through the grapevine that the mummy might be a little bit of a mess. And we're recording this uh, in mid-May, and the movie comes out in less than a month. And why... Have yeah. we not been hearing more about it? Yeah, yeah. I just, I, I think the thing that's kind of turning me off is I actually really like the idea of because inter- I think these are re- one of my favorite movies of all time is the the classic Frankenstein. Like totally. I love it's a it's amazing. Uh, it just they look a little too action oriented. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it looks like a superhero movie. And it's like. You don't need that. Yeah. Like I feel like if you're if you're talking about black bus, block what, what a blockbuster horror movie could feel like. I mm-hmm. feel like Conjuring's killing it. You yes, know what I mean? that's what I was just thinking. Yes. Yeah. However, and they're though, creating their own universe. They're yeah. connecting the universe the, too. The, the nuns started shooting. The, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But I will say, you know, like I'm a huge fan of Stephen Sommers' The Mummy with Brendan Fraser and uh, Rachel Weisz. He hasn't seen any of them. Really? Well, here's the thing, guys. It's correct me. Tell me if you agree. It's Raiders of the Lost Ark, but with mummies. Yeah. And I think that they did it in the perfect way. Like recently I went back and rewatched all the Universal classics and basically the mummy, what's interesting is the A story is like this love story and then the B story is the action adventure. This is in the classic mummy. Yeah. So actually for a remake, um, talking about the Stephen Summers movie, they did it brilliantly. They just switched them. Yeah. They're very similar in terms of like certain plot points um, from the classic to the, to the Stephen Summers one. They just made the action the a story and then the love story kind of the second one so or the second story plot line and the second one uh the mummy returns i think is fun i don't like it as it's much as the fun. first one but yeah. it's fun um and Dearest so Twain the rock johnson thank you that's the mummy right barely as got a scorpion yeah. King. you basically got a photo of him that moved around yeah, yeah. it is really <laughs> bad yeah. CJ. oh my gosh it's so embarrassing well it's not embarrassing because at the time it was yeah. whatever but i say all that to say that i thought that really they they did it perfectly with the Stephen summer version and so I like how Alex is sort of is going in his own direction I think that's very clever but you know the mummy as we know it I think is the is maybe one of the least horror ones probably um, and which is fine just to kick off the universe but if you get into like the wolfman being an action movie then I think you get into trouble or yeah. Dracula being and, an and action I think they've way... done both of those though recently yes. like the the uh, 
Luke Evans. Who's the older? What was the Wolfman that came out like a few years yeah, ago? Yeah, that was uh, Benicio del Toro. Benicio and yeah. uh, Anthony Hopkins. There we go. And Emily Blunt. Yeah, yeah. And and then, that was not good. I don't, is Dracula Untold still supposed to be part of no. this whole no, thing? No, oh, okay. it was supposed. They're to. like, never mind. Yeah, I think it was retrofitted. There was a lot of post. Uh, you know, like after they finished um, on Dracula Untold, there's a whole subplot with this woman who's a witch that was completely cut out of the mm. of the movie, and they replaced that with the Charles Dance stuff. And then the post credit sequence well, was anything with Charles Dance. Yeah, I mean, it's it's funny. He's going to be in the new Godzilla movie. Yeah, he just announced King Monster. Anyway, we're not. Yeah, monsters. We're not. We're not we're gonna detour. We're, sorry. <laughs> detour. That uh-huh. combined universe, I am amped on. Godzilla versus King Kong cannot come quick After enough. I loved Kong Skull Kong Island. Skull Island. Me loved too. I am now, and with Mike Doherty of Trick or Treat uh, fandom doing Godzilla King of the Monsters, yeah, now I am on board yeah, because I'm a big. I was a big Godzilla fan growing up as a kid. That's so, cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so the idea of uh, King Kong punching him in the eye—I'm all about. Well, totally. a lot of dreams uh, are coming true, and, <laughs> for us. and maybe somebody's dream was to have Alien Covenant, or maybe it wasn't. Uh, maybe it wasn't. So it. we're going to talk about it spoiler-free. Mm-hmm. Clark, what were your thoughts on Alien Covenant? I thought it was fun. I yeah. had a really fun time with it, and I really liked. Um, we get to see so uh, H.R. Giger, you know, is the one who sort of drew and designed the xenomorph. Yep. Did uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Wasn't that part of? Didn't that kind of come out of when he was working on Dune with Jodorowsky? Yeah, I, sort of. I don't know. Actually, okay. I can't. I can neither confirm or deny. Yeah, because mm-hmm. but he, um, I believe Geiger was working on stuff, and maybe it's just his style. And so I saw the uh, Dune stuff, he was, and I saw the Alien. And I'm like, oh, that must have been around the same time. It must have been very <laughs> much his style for yeah. sure. And I like how in this movie we get to see more things that are inspired, yes, um, and look as though they are from his that that the mind of, yeah, which I think is very cool. But look, I mean. I like Prometheus. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really care if it makes sense or not. Yeah. I have fun with it. I will say, uh, by comparing Prometheus to Alien Covenant without spoilers, I at least responded to the characters more in Prometheus. I really liked Elizabeth Shaw. Um, yeah. I liked well, her. Well, Numi Rapace, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's very talented. So I really liked that character specifically and her journey. Um, in this film... I did not like any of the human characters. That's interesting huh. to say because all I, have, I tweeted something out too, and I've been very careful how I phrase this. Michael Fassbender is definitely the lead of this movie. It's yes. definitely about Michael Fassbender, his character. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> uh, I and that I I had very mixed feelings because I was really enjoying the movie. Uh-huh. I was really into it, and simultaneously, like the mythology stuff they built out, I'm like, oh, I don't care about this. At all, feel and so the, same way. the way I had to like break it down in my brain is as a sequel to Prometheus, very into it. Mm-hmm. As a prequel to Alien, it it's not that it was bad. It just bought. It's one of those things that the more you tinkle, tinker with the backstory of something, the less the original thing like mm-hmm. special it feels. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. now the the primal aspect of it, it kind of. Now you were uh, talking about dissipates. like the, the haunted house feel of Alien uh, yeah. in space that you just show up and these things could be anywhere and now it's like you, you saw too much behind the curtain and yeah. it's not fun anymore. Yeah, it's, it's definitely interesting because like the way I, I always kind of describe the original Alien is it's a haunted house but the house is yeah. a space station and the ghost is a fleshy yeah. alien. This kind of like doubles down on that mm-hmm. where you have a character kind of playing the Vincent Price role. <laughs> with his, I don't want to give too much because I was genuinely there was mo- I, I, I thought I knew what movie I was going in for uh-huh. and then there's part like oh shit I have no 
idea what's happening. I have no yeah. idea where this movie's going anymore. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so I don't want to ruin that for anybody because it was a cool experience. But but I, I enjoyed it overall. I enjoyed it as well. And I before we started rolling, I just made it clear that the only alien things I've seen is AVP, the second <laughs> AVP. Classics. And then Prometheus. Yeah, and that's, that's it. And I should have watched. I mean, have I should have watched. Predators? Yeah, of course. Well, I was going to say, without Predators, you can't understand anything that happened in Alien Covenant. No, not <laughs> exactly. Um, but no, I, I, for this movie, I really enjoyed it. Prometheus, not so much. I had like a, really high hopes. And then it became this weird it's message beautiful. about... It's very It's just like this movie. It's, it's very, very pretty. Yeah. It's very pretty. And there's a lot of awesome imagery that I appreciated. Um, but I like this movie, but it felt like here's all of the cov- uh, Prometheus stuff he wanted to do, mm-hmm. and here's the alien stuff he wanted to do in maybe two movies, and now we're going to just kind of try to blend it together. And it it worked as in the movie I bought what was happening throughout it, yeah. but it felt like I want to know more about that Prometheus story because it seems more interesting now because he can flesh out all the answers yeah. or questions. And then I want to watch the alien movie that they set up too. Yeah. So it's like, that's kind of, I feel like I'm being picky, but I appreciated both halves, but they definitely feel like two distinct different movies that kind of blend in the middle and yeah. by the end of it you get kind of what fans wanted but I don't think they wanted that so specifically. what technically what number alien movie is this if you count Prometheus is it six if you count Prometheus and you don't count the AVP let's count them okay well then there's four alien movies and two AVP and Prometheus so eight eight so out of should we do out of eight for our oh. score, Sam, uh, Sam always likes to make up a number for and, how we should score it. But now I'm upset because I always ask our audience to do the math and just average them all together with all the garbage numbers, yeah. and they've never they've done, never they've, done they've, it. It's yeah. almost like our audience is not into math. Well, <laughs> Shocker. Uh-huh. But eight—that's a—that's yeah. a fair score. Yeah. So out of eight, Clark, what, how do you feel out of eight? How do you? How does it stack up? In. Uh, Wait, like uh, a, like uh, out of ten, if you were to like score something out of ten, but, but it's eight, but eight. Yeah. two off of there, yeah. Um, I would say for me, Covenant is a five. Ooh. Okay, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I yeah, that's better than half, but uh, yeah, because I wouldn't give it a seven necessarily. I would give Prometheus a seven. Interesting. You I like, like Prometheus more than this. Yeah. Interesting. Because you cared about the characters Because I more. cared about Elizabeth yeah. Shaw. Interesting. I liked her. And I, oh my God. Well, that's a spoiler for Prometheus. I won't say Well, it. I mean, how, how long? Well, we'll, we can we're say we're about to get into spoilers. I actually think I'd give it uh, a six out of eight. Uh-huh. Is that a mean? Sure. <laughs> six. <laughs> yes. I give it a six as well. There you I, go. Because I don't need to do uh, decimals and, and no, garbage. Sure. No, sure. But no, it's, uh, we, I think you and I both went in. We're like, we were not excited. We had to a see conversation it. right before, like, wait, why are we seeing this movie again? Mm-hmm. We're like, on. it's alien. We should see it. And also, it's just like, I don't think, I don't think I was, no, I was captivated. I was about to say, I never yeah. got captivated in the movie. Actually, when it, when it got into the horror, like, gory stuff, I'm yeah. like, this is this is my shit. Yeah, this we were really both cool. kind of like, tense up and like, oh no. There were times when I, I audibly reacted to yeah. things. So, at the, here's a little warning if you're just about to run into your movie theater, you're standing yeah. right outside yeah, the door, yeah, yeah, yeah. you're about to start. There are some things that I've never seen in other movies before. Uh, I've never seen things this violent before. Yeah. And I've never seen things... Well, it doesn't get... help that you haven't seen Alien or Aliens. No, so yeah. this, is very, this is very new to me. Yeah. But um, I've never seen a scene go from very flat to very violent that quick. Oh, yeah. This yeah. goes uh, from zero to nightmare in like so, five minutes. If <laughs> yes, I, and it's awesome. Yeah. If I may, I actually... And, and I will explain why when we get into spoilers. But I think that Alien Covenant is a slasher movie. Mm-hmm. I think it's a slasher movie in the Alien universe. universe? Yes. Interesting. I yeah, do. let's go well, Let's go 
into spoilers. Here this is go. your demarcation point 20 some minutes into the podcast. <laughs> I found spoilers out are happening. Somebody, a yes. mo- the moderator on Twitter, actually did pause and he went and saw Guardians of the Galaxy and then he nice. came back and listened to That's awesome. Uh, also, remind me, I have a fun theater story. We love our theater stories. We have weird theater experiences every time we go to a movie. Because <laughs> sure. we, we don't get to go to like awesome screenings or whatever. No, me we're either. Just, yeah, I, I bought a ticket the, and went last night. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, I got a fun theater story I want right. to uh, for this movie specifically. Uh, really quick, I just want to take a second to talk about some buddies. Mind if I talk about my buddies for yes. just a quick second? Not to deter, but I would like to talk about Lord Timepieces for Ooh, a second. Oh, they're my buddies too. Friends of the show. Yes. We love their watches. These guys make some dynamite I get, watches. I look so classy with my Lord Timepieces watch on. We were doing another shoot and you were wearing your watch. I was yeah, like, I, was. I know that yeah, Lord Timepiece. Hey, whenever piece. I want to class it up, uh-huh. wear that watch. You'll, you'll, like, you'll be checking out uh, Screen Junkies News and you'll be like... There's Ooh, that Lord Timepieces watch. I see DJ looking classy over there. Here's the other good thing about Lord Timepieces is they're not as insanely expensive no, as not. other watches. They start at only 70 bucks, and they have free shipping worldwide, which is amazing because I know our audience is also worldwide. So, guys, this listen up, all right? You guys in London sitting there with your crumpets. I, but they're in London. So this isn't worldwide for them. This is just there. Uh, but if you're in the States, uh, worldwide. Whoa. Oh, yeah. It's from London. Yeah. So, so <laughs> normally you, can spend, you can spend like 400 500 on watches of this quality. But you can spend it on 70 bucks. Yeah. And the look and the style bucks. is phenomenal. Ours look awesome at the very least. Like, yes. I mean, we looked through a bunch and they were like, you can only pick one. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I want to pick like seven, please. I've never owned a watch before. This is awesome. And you can uh, get it with 10% off today with free world wide shipping if you go to lordtimepieces.com and use our special code only there it is mm-hmm. you know what for fun let's just say it one more time with 10 percent off today with free shipping worldwide included you can buy from lordtimepieces.com using our code only. only and this would also make a good father's day is coming up right father's day is yeah coming up. you mm-hmm. can buy a watch for dad yeah you can buy a watch for mom if you for miss mom. mother if miss yeah. mother's day there hey, you go everybody looks good in lord timepiece there it is mm-hmm. so um spoilers uh i find david very ca- david shows up again and i find him very captivating i found him captivating in the last movie yeah. and he's even more of a fucking nightmare in this movie yep. mm-hmm <laughs> Uh, the reason that I say that I think it's a it's a slasher film uh, is is not only the kills yeah. and the way the kills are done, but I found myself you know in the traditional slasher movies of like Michael and Jason and Freddie. What happens a couple movies in is you often start rooting for the slasher, the killer. Yeah. You often are like, no, I don't care about any of them. Yeah. I just want to watch the bad guy. Yeah. And that it hit me halfway through. I was like, oh yeah, I hate all these people. Like, yeah, kill them. David is my favorite character, and I want him to win. Except for the character I was rooting for was Walter. I actually ended up really liking Walter. Walter was a fan favorite. And the second they had that pause and he ran out, I'm like... That's David, and I miss Walter. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, But I think that's a really interesting point because also comparing it to a slasher, as as those franchises go on, the the victims end up getting dumber. Yeah. Oh, they're so stupid in this and movie. I, and I also don't understand why any of these alien movies. And I just I just for the first time watched Aliens last night. I'd mm-hmm. seen Alien a while ago. I just watched Aliens. I don't know why in any of those movies like they because they always they always have somebody up there. Right. And they're like, "Hey, come save me!" I'm like, "No, we're done. Have you seen what's happening? We're done. Go leave." Like especially <laughs> in this one, like, "Hey, apparently." Apparently you can step on mushrooms, they'll get okay. in your body, and something will pop out. Leave. Just I'm get sorry. The, everybody the fuck out of here. Can we please talk about how 
do you guys curse on the show? Yes. How fucking stupid <laughs> everyone on that crew was. I understand. Okay, they they find a planet and they're like, hey, here's a mystery planet we've yeah. never seen before, but it's just like Earth. Let's go for it. First, very stupid. And I understand they try and build it in with the captain and he's yeah. like, oh, I have to make a cool decision. Whatever. They get to this planet no masks, no yeah. helmets, nothing. Now, guess what, guys? If you're sitting at home going, well, actually, um, the reason that they did that, they clearly explain, is because it's a planet like Earth and they know they can breathe on it. Guys, on Earth, there are spores and things that can kill you here. And yeah. you don't just walk and, like, how stupid are these people to just be like, let's start touching everything. To be fair, <laughs> Kicking to, be fair shit. You, to, be, to be fair, you talked about how much you like Prometheus. And I thought they were a little bit dumber in Prometheus. Really? Well, I, here's yeah. why because they're scientists they're like straight up like literally that's their only job is These to are be just smart engine, science this people. is a pilot and it's like so I, I still think I still think I was wondering like why not them why not the masks? Why, okay, why is and we established, correct me if I'm wrong in Alien 1 the first facehugger goes through a dude's mask so he's even wearing a mask you could still have all the crazy stuff the happen to them and they could still wear masks. Oh, well, I, well, clearly these guys are bursting. They're breaking glass with their heads. Yeah. Like, I mean, these, these. The other thing that tripped me up is uh, the, w- when I actively got surprised was everything kind of played out the way I expected until at the time, mystery person in a hoodie leads them to the city and you see all the engineers. And I'm like, oh, shit. Like, I didn't. I didn't expect any of yeah, this. Yeah. And then you find out David's just been tinkering. Yeah. Tinkering is yeah. a good word. <laughs> just tinkering. Just fucking around. Yeah. Um, and uh, 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 he's so what we discover is that David's been messing around with whatever he found yeah. in Prometheus and basically creates the xenomorphs. However, he phrases it as if he improved it. And it's like, I don't know, man, because the other, the proto-aliens just can kind of come into your ear and you don't even know what's happening. And they seem to be quicker and just as deadly. So I don't know if you've improved shit. I don't know if you... I mean, I, I guess know. the acid blood came out of the newer ones. That's yeah. true. That's true. I will yeah. say, I have... And they're harder to kill. Yeah, the, way the, harder the, to the kill. The xenomorph is harder to kill than the neomorph. I don't know, man. Oh, is that I just the name? Watched, I just mm-hmm. watched Aliens cool. and they were gunning down xenomorphs like nobody's business. Well, I guess I mean <laughs> in the world of, of uh, Covenant, yeah, yeah. from what we see like you can shoot the neomorph in and, the head yeah, and it will die, die whereas where xenomorph, the Z- little more I, resilient i actually really normally when they're like we're gonna do a new alien i'm like oh, whatever after the alien queen it's like mm-hmm. this the neomorph actually especially it's weird mouth thing yeah, whatever oh, the yeah. fuck was going on with yeah, this yeah, mouth, like that's interesting the weird breathing thing like the way kind of yeah. like the way they made it feel like more like an animal instead of like a monster it was yeah. just like no this thing's just trying to eat and survive and, mm-hmm. and kill because i guess that's what it has to do yeah, i appreciate it, it. Your design. Head yeah oh god and they i love that they kept coming back to that severed head of that woman it's yes. like we got a really good head so we're getting like we're nine shots of so that. many yeah. glamour shots yeah. of that fake head oh maybe she's just in there maybe they hollowed out the bottom and she's just spinning yeah so, you yeah. know what maybe you never know you never know uh-huh. no i um everything from up and until uh, actually, I didn't even notice that like they didn't have masks on. I don't know why they didn't click in my head. No. And I because you're watching a slasher movie. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And um, when uh, I heard uh, someone do a like a quickie review of this mm-hmm. movie before I went and saw it, just because I like watching movie reviews, and um, he thought it was dumb that they stopped off at this planet. But it's like they got a distress call. Um, they they're hyper sleep. They're scared of going back in because they cooked James freaking Franco. That was, was so funny. Because Danny McBride got yeah. hired, and then they're like. 
And they're like, oh, yeah, you guys know, you know James Franco, right? Yeah. You want to see if well, he wants to be in this movie for a second? Did you watch the prologues, <laughs> yeah, those videos? Yeah, I did. Uh, so, I, I mean, they, I've read rumors that they're saying, or not rumors, I, I can't find it confirmed other than one source that they're saying that Ridley Scott's son, who did Morgan, directed those prologues. Interesting. But I, they're... Cl- Morgan was with... Um, with uh, Anya Taylor-Joy. Huh? Uh, no, never mind. Sorry. Yeah. So, um, but I say that to say that I'm like, guys, these are clearly cut scenes. Wait, yeah. why are you lying yeah. to us and trying to act like you just got all these movie stars together to just shoot some random stuff because they're really excited about it? Like, shut up. This, yeah. These are cut scenes from the movie. Yeah. But it, that being said, Franco is in, they have this one called The Last Supper where everybody is eating dinner the night before the they go into hyper sleep I guess yeah. and um, and so and Franco's there more and you get the idea that he's the captain but I think which he, I have trouble buying by I, the way even I, though I love James Franco yeah I think he just got cut out of the movie to be yeah. completely honest with you it will I mean based on the story it makes sense yeah but I, like, I think it's a I thought it was a fun bit the whole that he got cooked <laughs> no yeah well no that <laughs> was one no of those like wait what the fuck just, that was James Franco <laughs> yeah. holy shit um but uh, oh so yeah the, the trailer where it's like we're a bunch of couples and whatever that's yeah. the whole prologue thing you can go find online like it yeah. James Franco's there for a second, then he leaves. Even in that, he's not even no, in it. No. So it's like, I don't understand why they even cast him. I, so. I think he got cast. So um, the, basically the way the movie uh, p- plays out, for those that are interested, we've got, uh, it's a colonization mission. So mm-hmm. it's not just the people a you see in the trailers. Uh, trailers, it's like 2,000, 2,000? Yeah, 2,000. 2,000 people. Um, the, immediately they get hit by like a solar flare or something and it fucks everything up and uh, James Franco gets cooked and so while they're trying to fix the ship they get a signal that ends up being from Elizabeth Shaw um, that leads them to a mysterious planet that's just perfectly habitable and they're like hey none of us want to go into cryo sleep ever again right so let's just uh, just so I just bought stop that. by and see I bought that yeah and I also I wanted to bring up I like the portrayal I know and then you everything like... everything everything becomes a waking nightmare no. <laughs> like within seconds <laughs> yes. of them landing yeah. no really in true, in true alien fashion it's, like it goes so bad so quickly it's maybe 30 minutes into them like stepping down on the planet and yeah. everything's shit that whole planet's poison um, but you said you didn't like any of the characters besides <laughs> like um, do you like David I like I love David. Yeah, I like. No. I said I didn't like any of the human humans. Yeah. There we go. Uh, I appreciated the character of the new captain, like that insecure kind of whiny little the, Billy, the, baby. Billy Crudup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Doctor Manhattan. Uh-huh. Um, I, I actually appreciated it because I was like, "Let's see you die." I'm like, "I'm waiting yeah. to see you die." And also, he died like, so hard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he died real hard. Got, technically, within the chrono- chrono- chronology of the universe, he got to be the first chestburster. Oh. and like he was insecure about being a captain. He's like, "Don't worry, you get you a get, first. Yeah, you, you get, get a first. You, you get, get to be first. the first one that just this." nightmare dick jumps out of your chest and murders you. <laughs> um, and I also really like the design of those little baby aliens. Like, yeah. I feel like that's the first time I've ever seen like the al- not being puppeted. So it's yes. like they get to see like full like movements yes. and their weird bony skinny because, arms. Because let's get real. As much you can revere and love the first alien film as much as you want but that Spaceballs nailed it. Like yeah. you can't look at the chestburster and not hear, see hello my baby. Yeah. Like yeah. that it, it looks 
exact like they nailed it. That puppet is very bad in mm-hmm. the in the first alien film. And that's okay. They didn't have the technology that we yeah. have now, but I agree like as a fan, it was really cool to sort of see that again but actually see the baby xenomorph like unfold yeah. um as opposed to a very, you know, clearly a rubber puppet. Yeah. It's 40 it was, years old. It was awesome to see the progression of how quickly it grew from the scene the very first scene yeah. of like the backburster and from it attacking the other woman in the room and then chasing the other like the the captain of that other ship. Yeah. It's growing really yeah. fast and it's yeah. uh and I that scene I think is one of my I think is my favorite scene in the movie of that With woman. With the neomorph and the everything and the, goes to shit so yeah, fast. She she's snaps her it. ankle yeah. and she just shoots oh, it she fuel. Was, okay, okay, that was another thing where I was like all of these people have guns and none of them know how to shoot them. Yeah. They have the worst aim. Every single person on that ship was that not thing is just, fast just as hell, I though. But it. just emphasizing your slasher point. Now, for me, what, what stood out to me, I didn't think about that, but I think that's a really good point. Once we got into just chilling with David, basically, yeah. it just reminded me of like old Hammer Horrors. Totally. And you just have like creepy guy in his basement and he's got plans for you. Oh, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> And and so on the one level, I really like that because it was really interesting. The um, uh, the scene where he's showing Walter Michael Fassbender with himself were my favorite scenes when he's showing Walter how to play the flute, uh-huh. and then they they quote Ozymandias, which is like oh, fine, um, a little a little on the nose. But what I didn't notice that they did that was really subtle. I love when they go back and Walter's like, "Who wrote Ozymandias?" And he's like, "Oh, uh, he Byron." He's like, mm-hmm. "Byron." Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then he's like uh, one instrument can ruin the whole orchestra and I thought that was the best way to say like David's nuts yeah. <laughs> Some, even maybe even just knowing who wrote that poem that one line of code's not right and everything else has just his, cascaded his out well, of understanding of reality <laughs> yeah. speaking of monsters um, John Logan did the first drafted you know uh, he's the first credited screenwriter on this script and if any of you have watched Penny Dreadful yeah. uh, that's John Logan's show yeah. and I so love that show it was, season two's too. amazing yeah. it, oh, dude Yes. Yeah. Um, I love Penny Dreadful. But the point I'm making is that all those scenes where they were quoting Byron and yeah. Shelley and, you know, I was just like, like this hey. is so John Logan. <laughs> like, yeah. so, I feel him. I know him. Like, this is him. But he understands monsters, I think, very well. And I yeah. think the complexity of David as as our, as our you know, villain, but as the driver of all of this is yeah. very, very monster-ish. Could you guys, because you're a big fan of Prometheus, could you maybe explain to me, and maybe other people have these questions, to why does David hate life so much? Why does Not he life just humans? But he hates. I think he's labeled I, it as meat too. I think. I so. think. He, I think my interpretation. I would like to know what you think. Is he hates the idea of anything being better than him or perceiving oh, itself? Because it's not just a loathing for uh, Waylon. Uh-huh. Uh, who because daddy issues. So daddy issues there, yeah. but he goes out of his way to go murder the engineers. Who are the creator? So he's not only murdered his creator; he's murdered the creator of his creator, uh-huh. and so he's now all that's left that's creating stuff. And I was reading reviews; it was an AV Club's review of this, and they pointed out the idea of this this creation that's too perfect, wanting to make something ugly. Mm-hmm. That I thought was a really beautiful phrasing uh-huh. of this. Anyway, what did what do you think? Yeah, I mean, I I do you know as much as I enjoy Prometheus, I I, re- I remember so little about it. like I can't I can't give you a dissertation, but I will say that um you know David makes it very clear in this film um, that he is capable of love uh, or 
or emotion. His version of it. Yeah, his version of it. It's very rapey. Which means, yeah, yeah, right? Well, so are the the xenomorphs. Good point. Solid point. Um, But, yeah, (laughs) but that's the thing is that I think you get the idea that Guy Pierce's character was a total dick. And this is the type of parenting he had his whole life. And so if he's capable of love or if he's capable of, let's say, emotions, Mm -hmm. then I think that that's sort of what he's getting at is that like that his capability of emotions has been perverted so much by abuse or or whatever that he he has it's all turned into hatred and he knows how smart he is and he knows he's essentially invincible because he's not human Mm -hmm. um so i don't know i i think that's a really though i think it's a fun thing to play with and i think that's why david is so enjoyable in addition to fassbender being great because the performance of both walter and david are excellent it mainly works because of fassbender so okay that makes there it just felt at times i was like i don't know if i'm fully grasping why you're doing such horrible shit right Mm -hmm. now i don't know if i fully got it you guys are kind of helping me out though still at times though in this movie i'm like i'm still not fully buying that a child that like had an abusive like upbringing like this would turn into this like i like this this is a this person caused genocide like a like a holocaust on a whole planet he killed a whole planet and like and he's still going we'll talk about i mean fear and power and Mm. you mean you really can look to examples in humanity whether it's you know dictators who are trying to take over the world and are not afraid of committing genocide or serial killers who are one by one by one by one you know to use the to use the batman line just trying to watch the world burn i mean and sometimes they're you know and, and but what's so interesting is that David is not human. Yeah. I'm trying to, you know, ascribe all of these characteristics, human characteristics, to something that technically yeah, isn't. Is not. So, Clark, what did you think about, because I had mixed feelings about this, what did you think about the fact that now Dave, like the, Xenom- the Xenomorph has a creator and it's David? I I I don't care. Like oh, meaning, enough, meaning like there, I know some fans have been freaking out over this. Like yeah. no. Um I don't care either way. Uh, to be honest, I didn't really care where the xenomorphs came from because yeah. I was kind of like, well, it's a big universe, so yeah. who knows what kind of, you know, species could be out there. Kind of playing to the alien versus predator element, yeah. to be honest, uh-huh. like one, you know, alien creature versus another alien creature. Um, I also don't hate the first Alien vs. Predator. It is dumb, but I think it's, it's dumb, a lot of fun. But I get, love the idea of some, the Pred Alien, by yeah, the way. Yeah, awesome. I think that's a great but, idea. But it doesn't, the, you know, the idea of finding out the creator does not, um, that, and that it's that it's David, that doesn't, that doesn't bother me and it doesn't excite me. What excites me, well, actually, watching him create and watching this evil genius sort of at play, yeah. that excites me. And so if I get to go watch David for two more movies, because Ridley Scott has said, if all goes according to plan, this is the beginning of a new trilogy. So he wants to make two more alien movies in this world, on this yeah. path. Mm-hmm. Um, and if that means that I get to go watch David do this, I'm yeah. in. I think for me, I think part of the magic of the first two alien movies is that this idea that you're in space, you're in this big thing, and you might just stumble across this Totally. Thing. And I feel like the idea that somehow humans are at least inadvertently responsible for it makes the universe smaller. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. As opposed to it just being out there. Like, you don't know what's out there. There could be worse things. Mm-hmm. And so even much as much as I loved seeing David Tinker, 
I almost wish it was like he was making something else and it just happened to be set in the Alien universe mm, and he was working on other things. You know what I mean? Just, yeah. just to because that that fear of the unknown and now it's not unknown. It's just it's this crazy guy made it. Well, I also kind of like the message that humans are going to destroy themselves no matter what. That's fair too. And mm-hmm. and it's it's something that sort of runs through I think Ridley Scott's work, but especially through the first eight, couple alien movies is mm. that, you know, whether it's the human greed or yeah. whether it's human um, you know, uh like a lack of resilience or whether it's whatever, you know, humans are going to destroy themselves. Yeah. And they're on a colonization mission, so clearly they've done something wrong. Yeah. Humanity has done something wrong Mm. and so i kind of like that they created this they created life they meaning they created david um and things like david and as a result their creation has uh mutated and warped and now is going to create a a life form that's going to destroy them i think that's very interesting i think there's a really cool story they could possibly do in the sequel where you utilize the what was the name of their colonization mission? Do you guys remember? It doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, they use the ship as a way of just sending out pods of these aliens to a, b- a bunch of other ships, like as distress calls. So you go and like find out like the ship and like that. This is now like the central hub of all these alien creatures. Yeah, I will say as much as I, I have, I, I I really enjoyed the movie, but it bothers me how it connects to the alien movies i desperately want one of those sequels to be ripley confronting david i definitely want like it's almost have you seen split oh yeah split spoilers almost like hey we've set up our main protagonist we've set up our main antagonist i want to see them go head to head look i will say and i going back to the slasher analogy um you know i recently discovered in my own personal opinion that to me halloween that franchise mm-hmm. is not michael myers it's laurie strode mm-hmm. i love i mean I, I love the first one i think the second one's fine and then h2o um i quite enjoy but i like it because it's a jamie lee it's the you know conclusion of jamie lee's story well yeah. i guess i know resurrection came after that but I'm forgetting that. So, um, but I say that because I think that for me, what I'm learning about the Alien franchise is that it isn't about Ripley for me. It is about the Xenomorph, which is the, which is the opposite. Yeah. Um, um, but... I do agree that I think Ellen Ripley is one of the most exciting characters in all of pop culture. And so I would love... And Sigourney is... I mean, I I spoke with her for the Aliens anniversary last year at Comic-Con. And she's stunning and beautiful and smart and just the coolest lady ever. And so... And she's down. Like, we know when Neil Blomkamp was allegedly going to make an Alien 5, um, she was like, great, I'm in. Sign me up. And I'm like, man, how cool would that yeah. be? So I agree. I would love to see Sigourney Weaver, Sigourney Weaver's Ripley and Michael Fassbender's David in the same scene yes. together. Yeah, Please I agree. give it to me. So do you get uh, like aged up Sigourney or do you get like no, a I would younger? Say, I would say because yeah, David's can be around. There's no... And Ripley, or, uh, Ridley has said that he would be open to using de-aging on Sigourney. Oh. Meaning, I don't want that. I don't one, want that I don't either. Think she I, needs it, but... I don't also... I, de-aging yeah. always looks weird yeah. to me. I am not... I mean, I'm fine if you want to do like a scene. A scene. Even then, like, man, like, remember Rogue One? End of Rogue One? Fuck that shit, It man. would look so bad. Uh, yeah, no, I'm saying older... <laughs> like, I, it was funny watching Aliens for the first time because Sigourney Weaver's so badass, they give her two badass reveals. One, when she's going down to get Newt and she's got the guns and the elevator opens you're like fuck mm. yeah and then when she comes out with the machine it, once again it's just another like didn't we just do this I don't care I'm so into oh, it yeah. <laughs> uh, 
I mean, I love David as a villain. No, he's an amazing yeah. villain. He's very cool, and I hope we get to see him again. And maybe we can. Uh, this one's more difficult. Lance Henriksen back as Bishop, right? Meeting David, right. even though why did he age? But anyway, whatever. <laughs> so I want to ask you guys a question because if Ridley wants to take this down, you know, into two more movies, yes. Um, I how do you how do you guys feel about taking the franchise in the direction that I think we clearly are being told they want to go, which is watching David sort of populate or do whatever David does. Because for me, I love this. I am done with crew on a ship that it has to fight Xenomorph or form some form of Xenomorph. Because, um, like, I think Alien and Aliens did it just fine. And this is that... I'm finished with that. Like, yeah. I want to see the world that, that David is developing. But I realize that I might be in the minority there. But I just saw, did you guys see the movie Life with Jake Gyllenhaal? No. And Mm-mm. So I actually... Oh, wait, I've heard, I heard mixed things. I, yeah. I quite liked it. Uh-huh. Um, the ending is not great. But that, that aside, I quite liked it. And But it is very much of the school of Alien. It's a life yeah. force and it's uh, trapped on the ship. And, you know, you have to survive. So other films, any other film can do that premise. Haunted House in Space, yeah. like it's a classically known as, um, but no other universe can have Vincent Price in the basement yeah. creating creatures of the of the Giger influence. Like it's very, I I'm on board, but I'm curious what you guys think. Uh, I I would like to see Ripley versus David, and then I think you could be done with the Alien franchise for me. Mm-hmm. I like your pitch. Uh, I know that I like no, they're on their way to this colonization mission. That means there's definitely people coming behind them. Yeah. And I mean, you do kind of get the same feel of this movie, mm-hmm. but you could have a lot of fun of like finding like an abandoned human civilization mm-hmm. to see like, which I guess that's the premise of one of the Alien movies already. Like they find like, isn't there isn't there one of these movies where they go, they're trying to go to a planet that was supposed to be a paradise. Once they get there, it's like fucking barren. Is that uh, four? No, I mean, four maybe? I mean, I I've remember, never, yeah. I've never made it all the way through four to be honest with you. So I can tell you. Or yeah, even like the human the hybrid thing. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I just, I just never really cared enough. Yeah. Um, and, and also if for any defenders out there of three, no. No. There's a lot. There's a lot of people that defend it. Uh, and, uh, David Fincher is not one of no, them. No, he, he is, is not. not. No. But also, there's a lot of interest. If you want to just like read, if you like backstories into how movies got made, Alien Three is a fucking so, mess. Yes. Yeah. It is all over the place. Story. There's like nine versions of Three before it even came out. Even the ads for Three, like they didn't make any sense. They even said aliens are coming to Earth in one of the video in the, one of the commercials, and that's nothing to no. do with what happens yeah. in Three. No. And also, once she got nominated, she had a way. Sigourney had way more say, and then also kind of starts to muddle things up when the actors have say more. Yeah. Really, actors, right? Actors, yeah. the worst. Now, Man, we should watch that for one of our movies. We should watch yeah. that for our movies. Now, Sam, I see you got some of the questions there. We should Wait answer some minute. of these these fan questions. Benjamin Ho at Fan Toby Eight. Are you terrified of Michael Fassbender and all his teeth now? <laughs> yes. All his teeth. All his, his teeth. teeth. Why do they? He's mention got teeth? a very toothy grin. Does he? I don't know. I don't know. I assume that's what they were going for. Yes, I am. Ty- he's terrifying in this movie. Yeah. He's scarier than the Xenomorph. Yeah. yeah. So one hundred percent when he's jumping around and kissing himself. Man, that was like. I'm like I remember he just really wants to be kissed man I, I covered if my Elizabeth face Elizabeth Shaw just had kissed him it's the love oh, again it's this no. weird love thing if it were going the serial killer ang- angle that's when he, as soon as you said that I was like okay that's why he fucking ripped apart Elizabeth oh, Shaw yeah. I was yeah. like look at what her pancreas can do oh, yeah. it's like god he's the worst uh, Matthew Bamford at Bamford Maddie. did you guys like how the film fit, film fit into the general 
general alien mythos. We talked about that a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, I'm fine with it. I'm yeah. fine with it too. Yeah. I'm not as fine with it. We'll get an AVP. Fine. That's all I got. Uh, so. And that this somehow doesn't line up with that movie. Uh, we can answer this one pretty quickly. Oh, M. Scott Anderson at M. Scotter83. Would I enjoy this if I've only seen Prometheus or if I haven't seen any of the other movies? I think Prometheus is the one that you have to see for this one to make Agreed. sense. Yeah, there's a lot of big life questions they open up in Prometheus. No, yeah. you get it. You know what the xenomorph looks like and you probably know what a face hugger is. By so, the yeah. way, my only other my other favorite just 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 awed me is when the sh- the the flashback to when yes. uh, David comes in with the ship and he drops the bomb. It's like I don't I'm not even sure what's happening, but it's gorgeous. It like, looks what the hell? so good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Reg at Harry Shums. After this, do you think they should stop making alien movies? That's what we kind of just talked about. You're sort of is what you're. I, I want I want them to finish out this trilogy uh, and and let me let me play with David and uh, and then I'm done. Okay, so the, a lot of studios are doing these connected universe mm-hmm. things. You brought up that it could be really fun if. Somehow you like got to visit the Predator's homeworld, or you had a Predator kind of like brought in. I think that uh, it's Fox that's doing this. I think there's a very cool opportunity that you could bring in some of these space alien monsters into a connected universe movie. I know it's another AVP re- like revisit. I feel like there's. But... Okay, how about this? Okay, you're seeing. Uh, you're talking about seeing David mm-hmm. just going around experimenting. What if uh, Prometheus three? Alien 7, whatever it is, uh, he's going on experimenting and he makes the Predators too. That's great. <laughs> he makes every alien really? monster. Yeah, that would be amazing. I, uh, I, I watched it and I was like, there is a way that you could enter. I feel like there's a way you can integrate the Predator aliens into this thing and have it be just as artful and intentful just because it's part of the texture of what's well, this universe. Shane you know? Black is, let's see what Shane Black comes up with I like for Shane his Black. new Predator movie. He's I'm a talented boy. endlessly curious. This is what we go. So at the end of the next movie, you teleport um, David away because they have hyperspace or some sure. shit like that Absolutely. and then bam event horizon uh, he goes off to the hell dimension big, takes over event horizon's yeah, hell dimension I'm, I'm a big proponent of event horizon i am I, as well i think it's <laughs> a really good well. movie I some of not. the effects don't hold up as well what? but the movie it's solid. worth watching the documentary uh, or behind the scenes of of event horizon because they they shot so much more that got cut because it was like, x-rated right yes yeah. and then the footage is gone the, like the, yeah that's why <gasps> well, we i don't want to see it that's but... why we've never seen it and uh-huh. and the some of the s- sequences that they described that they actually shot you're just like no uh, why'd you do that to love... those actors <laughs> <laughs> what a depressing hey guys we finally figured out interstellar travel you have to travel through hell though uh, <laughs> okay and really quick for the people who have not seen event horizon that's the premise of yeah. it and there's this one scene where uh, the ship appears back from hyperspace and you see some footage of what it was on like on board and it's, <laughs> it's a, a fucking nightmare yeah, it's, it's worse. they're yes. like people are like fucking each other with like barbed wire and you're like oh my god uh, this is the worst why it's, so good. it's a nightmare now uh really quickly before we wrap up we should do our <laughs> itunes reviews real quick we're we our fun theater experiences. So we're we're in there. We're chilling. <laughs> we had different this, ones because we yeah. had those like big seats that reclined. So I can't hear what's happening on your side. Yeah, yeah. I had my own story. Go ahead. So, yeah. so um, this couple sits down. Like they sit down like right before the movie starts. And like five seconds, and this guy's like, "I'm gonna get popcorn." And he leaves his <laughs> wife, girlfriend, whatever. Comes back after James Franco's cooked. After all that, she spends the next twenty minutes explaining what no! happened in the first five. <laughs> And so, and so they're talking. I'm kind of like, do you know, do you want to start like a confrontation? Like maybe it'll die down. It dies down. They, about a half hour before the end of the movie, fast asleep snoring. <laughs> they spent money. They spent money to go see a movie. 
an alien movie and like people are getting eaten and blown up and whatever fast asleep just fall asleep man I saw Dark Knight at 2am when those screenings used to happen slept straight through that movie this was not 2am this was not 2am Big Hero 6 Whole movie lost yep. it. Didn't want yeah. opening credits. I'm like, oh, yeah, and then I woke up when the credits started. Anyways, yeah. but next to me, there's these two couples, and there they are this one couple, and they're just like getting under a blanket. They're getting ready to go, and as soon as anything pops on screen, they're like, "Is that from Prometheus or from Alien?" And like every every second, it's like Prometheus or Alien. And he's like, "No, to David, Michael Fassbender was Magneto, right?" I'm like, "Holy shit!" Like, Shut I, up! I like I like turned. I was like. Seriously, and I'm obviously I'm a quiet boy. They yeah. didn't hear me, <laughs> and I'm like they were talking too loud. Yeah, and then like they'd go on like ten minute stretches where nothing, but then they get like chatty yeah. again. I'm like, no, finally got violent, and everyone just shut up in the theater. I'm like, thank yeah. God. You just had to wait till people started dying. Clark, did you have a fun theater? Uh, well, I did have to tell someone to put his phone away, and it was a it was a man <sighs> who was older. I mean, when I say that, he might have been like sixty, um, but he I see him like pull the phone out, and I see the light, and he tries to shade it with his other hand, yeah. and I'm like you know what? Okay, fine. He put it away. Like, fine. Yeah. Then I see the glasses come out. I see the reading glasses oh, no. come out and I was like, you gotta be no. fucking kidding. <laughs> and then he pulls it out and he starts reading, reading, reading. What are you doing? And I leaned over because I will tell you to put your phone yes. away. And I said, excuse me, sir. Uh, you know, and but he couldn't hear me, I think, because he was old. And I was like leaning into his ear and he yeah. could not hear me. <laughs> and and I don't, I, I have a thing about like, I don't, I try not to touch strangers because Fair. I do not like Good it. Good rule. Because yeah, yeah. like, who knows how they will react. But also, I do not like it when strangers touch me and so but I finally had to go sir (laughs) and he went oh and he like turned around and and I said excuse me please put your phone away and he goes oh oh yes of course of course and Uh. it wasn't a problem the rest of the thing but I was like don't read your text messages in that's not how this works go outside exactly Uh, I think our best theater experience we've talked about in one episode where we saw the great wall Uh and so there's a lot of subtitles and uh, many many people read the subtitles out loud and and a lot the best was uh, one, I don't know if you've seen it I There's, have okay so the one line where she says like uh, faith, truth, tough, sure. fall, so, uh, uh, it's whatever. Like, it's just yeah. she says like hope, yeah. and then there's this one behind it. She's like, oh, hope, and like she figures it out. It's like, are you an idiot? Like, oh my god, it's it's the font is huge. Everyone's like, is someone with Hilarious. you? They can't see. Yeah. I look back. No, the kids are just on their phones and just fucking around. Yeah. Pro tip. Uh, if you're paying to see a movie, watch the damn movie. Also, if for some reason, like your phone's blown up and you're like, emergency, whatever, before you go in, turn the brightness all the way down. And also, here's what I like to do. I like to lean over and like, uh-huh. like look at it because then nobody's seen it. One yeah. Brightness all the way down. I'm not bothering anybody because I cherish the movie going experience. Yeah. It's fun. It's important to a lot of and people. And if you're going you know? to be distracted by your phone, then you, you're not paying attention to the movie, yes. which means get up and leave the theater yeah. because you're not paying attention anyway. So yeah. really, you're not missing anything yeah. and you're not annoying everyone around you. It's, yep. it's just bad manners. Like, no phones ever, guys. No Phones Throw them in the ever. trash can before you walk into the theater. I turn mine off unless there's some sort of emergency where I know I'm like, I'm going to have to leave. Yeah. But now I'm better about it. I turn my phone off before mm-hmm. we go into the theater. Also, I just thought, you know, it would be a fun episode if we got like a roundtable discussion everyone talks about their worst movie experience. Yeah, oh it'll be God. a sequel to the movie experience episode we did. I know, but yeah. that was a fun one. But also, I remember just really quick, we saw Lego Batman and this kid choked on a piece of popcorn <laughs> and all he did was just, his parents like didn't take him outside. He just sat there like, <laughs> and he coughed for like five Five minutes. I was like, I offered water, and I would just—it was like it was a nightmare. And then, yeah. and then later, he just 
and just went back to the popcorn like it wasn't a big deal. Oh my god! Anyways, us. let's read some iTunes. Let's, yeah, real quick, reviews. we're gonna wrap up. But we like uh, our favorite thing in the world is when our fans go on iTunes favorite and they thing. give us five star reviews. Mm-hmm. Oh, what's that noise? You think? Um, the train upstairs. <laughs> Sorry, we're in a subway. <laughs> uh, and so we've got a couple of reviews that we'd like to read for you guys. Hit up that first one. You got the first one? I up? will hit up that first one, Sam. Hair uh, Garcia at Great Job, guys. Five stars. Hey, guys, I'm a person that gets easily distracted, so I find it difficult to go to my work, get my work done. Lately, I've been putting your podcast in the background and getting stuff done. Thank you guys so much. <laughs> I finally got... What is that? A coffee machine. Oh, there's a, a deep reference. Cut. Yeah. <laughs> it's a deep That's cut. So uh, we also got one from Philosopher97. Best podcast. Five stars. Thank you so much. Best podcast and only podcast out of my list of podcasts that I love to listen to every Monday. My moist little ears are satisfied. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Our audience, they're called the moist little ears. The, the moist I little ears. And we're the boy people. We're the boy. Do you want to be a boy person? I'd love to be a boy person. And Clark Wolf is an official boy person. There's a plaque coming in the mail. All of my so dreams. Get ready. All of my dreams. Man, this is a lot of fun. This was a good now one. I want to talk about boy movie experiences. They're always so much fun. It's always a mess. <laughs> Very special uh, episode. We yeah. should watch. Okay, we'll do a horror movie episode because we love, we're doing movie nights now, which no. you can uh, people can sign up for on our Patreon. Love uh, which is really cool. And we're going to be watching. Only stupid answers. Yeah, so when this comes out, we've done one for Kung Fury. Yep. And we should do some horror movies. Oh, please. Yeah. I would love to do that with you guys. Very yeah. fun. Clark, thank you so much. Thank you guys. Where can they find you? You guys can find me at Clark Wolf, Clark with an E, Wolf with an E. And if you're interested in my musical Slashed, we are. you can find it Facebook.com slash Slashed. The musical. Hey, we can make it an evening. There we can get go. Evening. We'll get evening wear. Yeah. We'll get dates. You have a wife. I'll go get I a date. I have a wife. I have, <laughs> I have uh, a date ready to go. Yeah, there yeah. You. Oh, wow. In the hopper. That's why. Oh, okay. That's yeah. helpful. So, but, Sam, where can the, uh, the Moist Little Ears find you? Oh, uh, get ready, Moist Little Ears. People don't like we say moist so much. <laughs> Too bad. Uh, the name is assigned. Um, you can find me at Sam Basher. Um, everything, but also um, DJ. Yes, mm, I think they can find you places too. Mm-hmm. At DJ talks trash, every place that matters. And but the sh- big one, the big one, t- Twitter. Only stupid answers. Only stupid answers. Dot com. There you oh, go. I you're talking about finding me. Like <laughs> yeah. only stupid answers. Dot com uh-huh. for everything you need to know about this podcast. Yeah, where you can stalk us, where yeah. you can listen to it, because uh-huh. you're going to keep asking us on every social media. Yeah, like hey, just, can I listen to it here? Only stupid answers. Dot no, com. Swear to God, there's like eight options. Yeah. <laughs> but thank you so much. Make sure you rate and review and share this podcast. Uh, check out our Patreon. Uh, check out all of our cool stuff. Make sure you go on Twitter and write nice things about Clark. And follow all of our stuff. And uh, we'll see you guys. You'll hear us. You'll hear us. Oh, yeah, it's not live. Damn it. And we brought it back around. Bye.